Skins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's February 6th. The Pro Bowl reminds us that baseball has the best quote-unquote all-star game. But make no mistake about it, the NFL players earned that trip and they're possibly, uh, they possibly earned it more than the MLB All-Stars do. But it's still better. It's still better. So like high school drama, MLB and MLBPA are jockeying for position, and here we are trying to figure out what this stupid dance really is. We'll get into, <laughs> we'll get into that and a few quick hit things in today's episode. Something about some bull, a new hire in the organization, and a couple others. Stay tuned, you'll get it. My name is Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, Jake. What's up, Jake? How are we doing, man? Been having a rough week, uh, uh, haven't you? Jeez <laughs> um, Louise. I, I literally... <laughs> I've been sick all week, uh, so forgive me for being heavy on the mute button. But also, if I'm late on the mute button, this is your warning. <laughs> and then I did that right before yeah. I said that. I had planned on saying that line right there. And then right before I said it, I coughed. So if I cough and I don't get to the mute button, I apologize. It has been a rough week. And without going too far into it, uh, there's this thing called parosmia. And I don't know if I've ever brought it up. I think we did one other time. Nah, I don't remember. It's a side effect from COVID that I had back in 2020. And I have it on my phone here. So if you're watching on the, uh, on the YouTube, it's a counter. 339 days I have been with parosmia. Basically what it means is everything smells disgusting, tastes disgusting, and I can't eat uh, all but a handful of things. And as a result of that, I uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, it's the worst, man. I feel for you. As a result of that, uh, my diet is so bad that I can't fight off sicknesses, and so I keep getting sick recently. So it's been fun. Uh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get it figured out, and hopefully, at any point, this thing will end for me. And I'm not I'm not complaining. Uh, I wasn't complaining. I think I am complaining a little bit recently. It's starting to wear on me. Every right, man. <laughs> Every right. But either way, uh, we got some things to get into today. So, um, uh, you know, all things. Uh, we I know we like to talk about the weather because we're getting old. <laughs> the weather's terrible. Yeah. We got a lot of snow. Those weather's, again. yeah, this weather's getting old. Yeah, the weather's getting old as well. That's a good call. Yeah, I'm ready for I'm ready for warmer days, man. I got my back porch is so f just covered in ice. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Salt doesn't do much to it because it's so thick. Yeah, man, I almost biffed it today coming out my back door. Ooh, I was close. Yeah, that's good. I have not been outside, just you know, for obvious reasons, but. Um, I don't want to go outside either. Yeah. Just done with it. But yeah, um, I, I, we were kind of talking about whether or not we were bringing it up. And just because we started off with weather guys hit, go out to the, to inside the bucks basement.com. There's a good article out there called weathering the storm of pirates prospect predictions. It's kind of about watching the weather and stuff. And I feel like we are so, uh, myself more than Jake, I'm always constantly watching the weather. And uh, the two of us are always constantly watching prospects. And so it's a really interesting article about uh, prospects and, and watching the weather and how it's mostly just a guess. Uh, meteorologists see storm clouds. They say this has the makeup of a big storm. 
mm-hmm. just like we say this guy has the makeup of a of a major league baseball player and so you know it's 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 kind of a, it's a good read um and it, it it's it's kind of interesting to see where you fall in the category of uh um Craig mentions the two types of people the guy who sits on the couch and waits and see what actually happens and then the guy who's uh looking at the forecast and preparing entirely for the worst or the best to happen, depending on whether you're talking about weather or, uh, or prospect. Yeah. Uh, I kind of find myself somewhere in the middle of that. Right. I, I, I take a look at it and I, you know, I, I kind of prepare for things, but all the, all the time knowing that you never know. Yeah. But that's, I that's like kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I like what he says at the end when he says, keep checking back because the forecast changes. I, I really like it. It's a good read. Go read it. It's really good. Uh, I like the stuff that they do, but, um, but anyway, uh, you, you got anything else? Uh, you know, I mean, I know I kind of said some things about the pro bowl before, but I know there's a lot of things actually. Yeah. You do have something else. Yeah. Like, so I brought up before this, I was like, you know, one thing I think the, the, this, that the NFL MLB could do a little bit better of is more skills competitions like they used to do in the NFL. Didn't even know they were still a thing. I thought they yeah. got away with them. They were still doing, they're still doing them. And, and I mentioned, I was watching. Go ahead. I was watching a little video before we started that because you said no, they they still do it. And there was a competition called Thread the Needle. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. You actually have a, a defender out there and a big board with a bunch of holes, and each hole you get it in is worth different points. And like you got to get it past the defender and and actually not just hit the board. You got to make make it in in the target in the holes. And I mean, that, that, if I would have known those were on TV today, I probably would have watched some of them. <laughs> yeah. It's way better than the game. So, so this is really interesting because we've talked a lot about how MLB misses the bar on like promoting their players. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is really interesting because the Major League Baseball has the home run derby, which is a skills competition. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And probably the only one that you're going to do. I mean, that's really any interesting, like as far as I don't know. I think there's things you could do, man. Well, either way, um, because I don't I guess what I'm saying is in the middle of the season, I don't know if guys are going to go out there and throw their arms out, things like that. Like the only thing you're really going to do is home run derby. And then what, like a target hitting, you know what I mean? You do target hitting. You could do catchers. What are you uh, going to do? Like throw into targets, like pop time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying that I don't know that they're going to go out there and throw a bunch and and risk. Throwing their uh, arm out or something. I don't think that. Uh, no. Either way, uh, that's part of it. Just because it's middle of the season, I I just I wonder about that. But yeah, but the home run derby is so hyped; it's almost like more hyped than the All Star game. Oh yeah. And so when you when you look at something like that, it's like, well, they're not missing the bar on that. But the NFL no. has this crappy Pro Bowl game because I understand it. I'm not mad yeah, at those guys for taking it easy. Really, they earned their spot as an all-pro. Mm-hmm. They earned it. So they're there. It is what it is. They, they go through the motions because money, because the game still mm-hmm. brings in money, and it's supposed to be a good time, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Baseball is a little easier to go ahead and compete, especially because if you're a pitcher, like, you're getting one inning, dude. If you can't, you can compete for an inning. And then, yep. and then everybody's, you know, Everybody moves on. Players go out there, they play a little bit, and it's a showcase, and you want to do good. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
it, it, the the All Star game's still good. I think. I think there are some mm-hmm. things that they you know maybe like they're not going to run somebody over. No, they have in the past. I'm okay yeah. with not running people over. You can still play hard. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to go that far. But like you know, you just you think about you know Tory Hunter, Robin Barry Bonds, and things like that, and it's uh, this stuff. They still go. Yeah. Uh, but the home run derby is just as big or bigger. And it's, Mm -hmm. you do brackets online and you do all these things. And it's like, well, the NFL could actually do stuff like that and make it an event. And if you're not going to do that, then stop putting it in between the season and the pro and the Super Bowl. Go back to putting it weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's, there's no, I didn't turn it on. I, not for a second did I turn it on. The actual Pro Bowl? Yeah. Didn't no, even I think didn't about either. it. Have no idea no. if it's going on right now or if it happened earlier. I have no clue. I, I think AFC won. It popped up on my phone. No clue. That's how That's how I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if it wouldn't have popped up on my phone, I would have never known. Sure. But anyway, kudos to baseball for doing that portion of it right. Absolutely. But, um, all right, well, I'm sitting here with my grandma blanket. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Pedro Alvarez gets hired by the Brewers as a member of their development staff. He'll also be an assistant to the baseball ops team. Pretty cool thing. Just a little mm-hmm. Pedro Alvarez news. I had a buddy text me and say, how's that feel? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, he's probably going to be in Phoenix, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even... His father-in-law <laughs> yeah. is, a, is the Brewers bench coach. Pat Murphy's his father-in-law. Um, if you've heard that name before, he was like an interim head. When Bud Black got fired from the Padres, he took over for the rest of that year. Okay. I remember I remember that. I actually didn't remember that he was working with the Brewers, but um but yeah, so I mean that's an obvious way to get tied into an organization. You know, hey, you know, Pedro Yeah. Pedro's would be good at this. Oh yeah, bring him in. Let's you know what I mean? Yeah. So pretty cool for Pedro Alvarez. Good to see him, you know, doing something. Still I think the baseball. last yeah, I think the Marlins was his last contract. Maybe two thousand nineteen. It's like a minor mm-hmm. league deal and then he opted out they they let him go and like that spring and he opted out i didn't know he went anywhere after the baltimore stint yeah it was just like a quick uh quick signing but yeah el toro so that's the something about some bull in my intro not this next thing is not bull no <laughs> pirates hire caitlin callahan as a development coach First female in uniform coach in Pirates franchise history. This is pretty cool. Yeah, kudos. Let's give her one. Yeah, we haven't given one out lately. Yeah, we haven't. So, oh, well, I think we did the big poppy, but. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, so she'll work from Bradenton at Pirate City, but uh, apparently in uniform. And I watched the thing. Seems like uh, seems like she's pretty knowledgeable and. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool thing. Yeah, um, I got. It. Uh, you know, people have asked me, what do you think the Pirates are hiring a woman? I'm like, that's fine. I mean, she's a development coach. You either know how to develop or you don't. It's not about whether she can walk out there and drop bombs in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, most you coaching. Either know, you either know your stuff or you don't. Yeah, and a lot of coaching anymore, like, I, you know what I mean? There's a lot involved, and I don't. Um, I've seen video of her throwing BP, though. I mean, she's yeah. she can bring it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Uh, and I just well, she played college softball. Yeah, and she played baseball growing up when mm-hmm. there wasn't softball teams. 
Yeah. Um, but she's, uh, you know, she said her heart's always been in baseball. She says all the things that you want to hear from a coach that you're hearing. She, she said mm-hmm. in the next five years, I want to win a world series. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Let's win a world series. Um, yep. No, I think it's really it. cool. I, I've, I have absolutely zero qualms with that. And, uh, I, I know that there are some people out there that do, and that's shame on them. I, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. You, you have yeah. your opinions and you're entitled to them and that's fine. Absolutely. Uh, but I think this is a good thing. And you know, I, uh, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kudos, Caitlin. Um, this is a cool thing, and she spells Caitlin exactly the way that my wife Katie does. Nice, which is also cool. Um, <laughs> go ahead, take this next one while I cough. Sure. The uh, Clemente Bridge. You're used to crossing it every time you go to a Pirates game. You know, parking in Sixth Street Garage or something. You know, parking on that side of the river. Either way, wherever you park, walking across that seeing it from the sands it's going to be closed for two years two pirate seasons 19 months it's scheduled to be they're going to close it down on monday february 14th and it is planned to be reopened in december of 23 that's a long time um you know you're gonna have to walk up another block to cross the the uh, warhol bridge if you're gonna want, if you want to park over there on the other side there, but I'm sure a lot of people will just opt to park on the North Shore. But you know, yeah, it it's gonna damper my routine. <laughs> I'm gonna Walk I'm gonna have to block. go up a little bit earlier. So we, uh, I remember hearing this, and I remember walking across the bridge uh, for the last game of the year, and I remember like kind of soaking it in, saying it's gonna be a couple years before we get to do this again. But um, I think that <laughs> I know that the, the, the conversation around this is right now. Well, it's probably a good thing considering the bridge that just <laughs> collapsed uh, yeah. across and town. Just, so, And they closed another one like yesterday or the day before because it was starting to shift a little bit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, we know that there, I mean, when you have that many bridges. Yeah. You know, some... What is it? Officially, it's like, what, some 400 bridges, I think, close to? Something like that. I think it's 380-something. Yeah, and then there's um, there's some people say that it's around 700, but I don't know if that counts like pedestrian or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what all that considers, but I, I think it, officially it's around 380, 390, something like that. But It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, when you have that many, it, it would be a task to keep up with them. Oh yeah. So, you know, there. I just, I just wonder because I mean, we, we was at the Warhol Bridge. It was the last one that got worked on, and the, the tarps and everything were all over it. It's gonna, it's gonna be an eyesore looking out in center field for a while. It could, that yeah. Beautiful yellow bridge that you're used to seeing is just, it's gonna be covered in tarps. It's just, yeah, it's gonna be weird. They really, it really should have happened during this past season and next season. So that the eyesore could have just been everywhere, <laughs> inside the field, outside the field. The problem is, is 2023, we're going to start seeing some good ball, and we're going to see. Here's what I'm hoping. Like, And this could be super whatever you want to call it, but I hope they don't put tarps over it in MLB The Show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, just leave it a bridge. <laughs> but, uh, it's a no, ridiculous it... thought. 
It is. And I'm, I'm fine I with that. Doubt they'll do it because the makers of MLB the show won't even pay attention enough to know that there's a tarp on it. <laughs> they don't pay attention. So I don't think you have right. anything to worry about. But <laughs> But I also saw that the uh the triple A season, they're extending to 150 games. Yeah. Starting it as early as April 5th, going clear to the end of September. Yeah. Triple uh, A getting some more games. This is good for a lot of reasons. Uh, better for conditioning, getting guys prepared to be at the next level. Better for, I mean, in our situation right now, when we have all these guys to look at and to evaluate and, and see that when guys come up, there's going to be a lot more games at that level to to see other players. I think this is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um also because who knows, this might be the only season we get to watch this year. <laughs> uh at least for a while. So we'll be tuned into to AAA quite a bit early on, I think. If if I wonder if we're delayed. I wonder how that'll I wonder how that'll work if you know if 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 we don't start the season on time. I wonder if AT&T will show any Indianapolis or Altoona games or Anything like that? Yeah, I wonder I don't know. if they'll That's be allowed. A, well, they'll, I mean, they'll have to work it out, but they surely would yeah. be allowed. Um, they're going to have blocks of time. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, they, I mean, surely they can call Indianapolis and 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 work it out. You know what I mean? Indianapolis yeah. does have – I mean, you have to – first off, you have to have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. And Indianapolis does. I don't know if AT&T's crew – like if Greg Brown's going out to Indy to do some games, I don't know about that. Right. right. Uh, which would be really cool. It would. Um, I, w- I wouldn't expect that though. I mean, I would imagine that they would have some type of intern or something. Or you well, know, I mean, whoever, the, the Indianapolis already has. Indiana- it. Yeah. So right. you would just be getting their broadcast and showing right. it. Like that's all you're right. doing is acquiring their broadcast and showing it. So, right. Uh, you know, that'd be cool. I, I mean, me personally, I, I usually get at, um, MILB TV. I, I started doing it last year. Um, I had gotten it one other time uh, before, but I don't get it every year, but mm-hmm. I got it last year and uh, was able to watch a lot of those games. So, I mean, I'll be doing that for sure. I, I stream everything anyway. So for me, yeah. it's no different. Um, I, I don't get AT&T. So, uh, right. But but they could absolutely could, uh, but I'll be tuning in and watching it. What's going to be interesting too is there's a lot of players on our forty man that are supposed to start at AAA, and those guys are not going to be playing, right? Because they're in the union. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the the rosters are even uh, put together. Because yeah, because they can't make Kane any and Smith changes. and Travis Swaggerty and and uh, Jack Swinski are not going to be starting in AAA if there's still a lockout. Yeah, because they can't even drop them off the forty man, can they? No, O'Neill Cruz. I mean, no. I mean, yeah. no. You'll lose them if you do, right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are not going to get started, and right. so they're going to have to. Uh, I'm trying to think of even all the other ones. Diego Castillo, you know, with the even the chance of like Hoy Park if he's starting there. Like none of these guys. So you're going to see. It's going to be an interesting crew. I mean, there's still mm-hmm. enough players. I think uh, Cal Mitchell who I thought maybe was going to even start in double A, but it looks yeah. like he's going to be there. But Mason Martin will still be there. You know what I'm saying? Like there's going to yeah. be enough guys, but you wonder if you might see, well, probably not. I mean, there's still enough players. I, I doubt you'll see Nick. Nick Gonzalez will start off in double A. 
it'll be interesting to see how they put those rosters together, though, and who kind of gets the nod to be up there. Yeah. Instead of that list of outfielders that's on our 40-man right now, um, you know, even with just thinking, uh, actually, if you're watching on YouTube, it's actually at the bottom of the screen right now. Castillo, Castro, Chavis is in the mix to be up or down. Um, O'Neill Cruz is in the mix. Marcano, Hoy Park, Leo Verpagero's lower. He's probably double A. But that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then with your outfielders, assuming Smith and Jigba, Sawinski, Swaggerty, and Oliva should all be starting in AAA. It's yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like. But, hey, also cool. Right. It's going to be baseball. And if we're not having Pirates baseball, I will welcome it. Right. But longer season, that's cool. I think they usually get started later, like late April. Yeah. It's like a good month. I, 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 yeah. So, also, and if they, there is a lockout, uh, I, I asked the question, um, if you guys listen to the Pirates Fan Forum with Gary and, and Jim, I asked the question of Gary because I was kind of conf- confused with this and I, I wasn't sure of the answer. Won't they just start spring training without the Players Association guys? Yeah, without the 40, man. And he said he doesn't see the Grapefruit and the Cactus League playing without those guys. You're going to see... There is a minor league type spring training thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably more of the design that you'll see uh, going into that. So it's not going to look the same. It's not going to be a regular spring training. I kind of thought, well, they'll all report, which they will still probably report, but it'll be different. It won't be games and stuff like that. Right. You know, and it won't be officially called Pirate Spring Training. So right. I don't technically. Know. Technically, the coaches won't allowed be allowed to be there. Yeah, why the not? Coaches, I don't. I don't think the coaches are allowed to have contact with the players. Not players in the in the players' association. Those guys are locked out. They won't be there. Yeah, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But Nick Gonzalez can show up. Yeah, absolutely. And Michael Perez. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, that's the reason true. I'm asking. There's non roster guys. There's a bunch of minor league deals that are being signed. Mm-hmm. There's enough of those non-roster guys that you could that you could have games and get to see if Michael Perez or whoever is going to who's going to be our backup catcher, you know what I mean? Right. You got to figure that out. That's going to be weird, but maybe if there is a delay, maybe you'll just be watching AAA games to see who it's going to be. <laughs> I, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. February 16th is, is spring training is supposed to start. And well, we'll get into that. I tell you what, we'll get into that. Let's, let's take a, a short break. Let me get a little bit more water and, and a cough drop. And then we'll get into CBA talks and, and things like that after this. Okay. All right. All right, let's do it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bridge, the number two, Bucktober. Likes, follows, all that thing. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast app or site. Video podcast on YouTube. Guys, hit us up. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. So let's go ahead and get into this. 
Spring training supposed to start February 16th, and the CBA talks are going who knows where. Not so, anywhere real fast. No. So uh, Tuesday, there was a meeting, hour and a half, in-person meeting, I, as there were some people on video, but mostly in-person. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it got heated. There was some, you know, some arguments, whatever. MLBPA made some uh, proposals to modify its pre-arbitration bonus pool, service time, manipulation stuff. Um, so the bonus pool, they, they were at $105 million, and then the, uh, the MLB came back with $10 million. So they were like, okay, well, we need to adjust. Our, we're obviously really far apart. Yeah. So the Players Association came back with $100 million. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we've had some talks about this. I, I don't totally understand this bonus pool money. It, it's so here's kind of confusing. Yeah. But. So let's let's go ahead with that. That's a good point. Let's make the disclaimer here. We don't we don't know like what we're we're learning all of this alongside everyone else. Mm-hmm. So we're making our best, uh, our our best guesses from the things that we've read and the information. Obviously, uh, I I don't I haven't read everything. You know what I mean? I I, I don't have that kind of time. Uh, but from everything that I understand, these are the things. But hey, guys, we're just trying to figure it out al- along with you. So, what I understand of the bonus pool is that it's. Um, it's a pool that, that MLB sets aside just from, you know, like central revenue, major league baseball revenue. And it's to reward the, the pre-arbitration players that aren't, you know, make, that are making a lot less, you know, nickels. So they say, (laughs) um, for awards and things like that. Oh, you win rookie of the year. You get extra money for that. Like mm-hmm. these are, this is what this pool is set aside for. And there's some other things too, but there's also like the players association is trying to throw these, these war related compensation. Oh, if you're in the top X percent of war amongst pre-arb players, then you get some extra money. And yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And so baseball references, Sean Foreman actually went on a Twitter and said, Hey, Hey, I, pretty uncomfortable with this idea that players are are going to be assigned millions of dollars based on a metric that we're still developing that we tweak all the time uh, yeah. when the game changes the, the the statistic changes and um and things like that and so you know that's to me uh, the fairest argument when it comes to things like that is like dude how can you how can you compensate players based on something that's not set in stone, so to speak? Or yeah, I, you know, you know how I feel about the war stat in general. I don't like it, and I think that we put, I think we use it too much, and we and we put too much into a player's war. And I, I understand that it's a measurement that we're uh, using. Uh, let me cut you just real quick, and then you can finish. I think what you're saying, because I understand your thought, not that we put too much uh, like statistics or metrics into it, but you're saying too much emphasis into it. Yes. Okay. So too much emphasis. Yeah. Like, you know, yes, it's a real measurement, I guess, but 
in a way it's not like it like he's saying it's constantly changing we're constantly tweaking it we're constantly doing guess what there is a standard formula for a batting average a slugging percentage even the the on base plus slugging the on base these are formulas that they don't they don't change those numbers are what they are then you go to this the war and i understand what they're trying to do but even this guy even deshaun foreman is saying this is a work in progress we shouldn't be handing out millions of dollars based on a work in progress i like it for what we do i like it for listening to uh you know mlb network and and different analysts and different things like that i like it for those purposes to say okay but combine all of those like important stats, like the ones that are measured with the exact formulas, mm-hmm. combine them and try to come up with just a single number to say, is this guy good or not? Because you can do that. And that's what they're doing. And I like war for that purpose. I like to, I like to simplify what you and I say and say, Brian Reynolds was a six war player last year. He's good. He's really good. Mm-hmm rather than trying to compare certain statistics and then somebody say, well, that's not, it's not like he hit 330. It's not like he hit 35 home runs. And I'm like, dude, he was a six war player. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he did those things both really well, sure, he didn't lead the league in either of those categories, but he might have the same war as a guy who led the league in batting average because his home runs were higher and the guy who led the league in home runs because his average and on base was better. So that's why I think that it's a good statistic because I think it gives you a, a rounded and there's even, they they even break it into offensive and defensive at times too. And I think that getting an all encompassing number is good for that. Sure. But not for assigning millions of dollars to young players. I, I, and I, I don't even really like it when they're talking about winning awards, I, I just, yeah, I think that, the, I, I think that depending on what the award to, is. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that war is terrible and we shouldn't No, we should continue tweaking it. And if we can get it to a, to an exact, uh, there's not, that's there, the problem. There's never going to be that. There's right. never going to be because we're going to value certain things depending on the way the game changes. We're going to value certain things differently at certain times. Right. So there won't be, there won't be that. And I think that's the idea of war though. Yeah. Is because, you know, 25 years ago, batting average was king. Mm-hmm. Now on base percentage is king. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you were playing 25 years ago, you didn't care about your on base percentage. You didn't play Correct. a style of baseball that mattered about your on base percentage. If you go back 25 years and you tell me, well, this guy's on base percentage is really good. Guess what? He wasn't trying to make it good. He doesn't care. Right. Therefore, you shouldn't care either. His batting average is what was important 25 years ago, not his on-base percentage. Now, fast forward to now, guys care. So on-base percentage is important now. Batting average is less important now because that's the way the game is played. Right. So you could say, well, this guy's only hitting 240. Yeah, but he doesn't care about that number. Right. If he cared about that number, then we could measure that number more often. Now, you might have a guy who says, I care about batting average. Well, then, I'll, then I'm going to look at your batting average. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it just, it just depends on the way the game is played. And, so I, I, and I think that we have to remember that when we 
look back at guys in in history and say, yeah, but he did. Th- Who cares? He wasn't supposed to be. Right. You know what I mean? That's like not, that, that wasn't his goal. That wasn't his goal. But likewise, right now, it's hard because if you are, if you like that brand of baseball, it's harder because you say, yeah, but the guy's only in 240. Yeah, but 240 is okay if his on base is high because that's the number that he has in his mind that he's reaching for. If his on base and slugging is good, he doesn't care about his average. He's not trying to get his average up. So long as he keeps his slugging and his on base up, he's satisfied. And so we have to remember that when we're talking about players the same way. But when you weight all of that stuff and say that you're going to compensate players according to this one thing, you can't do it. No. And I think that Major League Baseball is on that same page. There's, that's the only reason I can understand them coming back with $10 million. A lot of people were surprised that Major League Baseball even agreed to the idea of having a pool. Right. And I think that seeing them at $10 million probably means they're not in on the war piece of it. Maybe they are. Sure. If so, I they're it's not millions of dollars. <laughs> it's like, yeah, five hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I right. don't understand how you disperse it, but for ten million dollars, it seems like they're saying, Yeah, we'll we'll do the award type thing of it. If you mm-hmm. get any votes for the rookie of the year or an MVP or a Cy Young or a Silver Slugger or a gold glove, you get these stipends for each vote you get towards those awards. And then I could see that. And then whoever wins, obviously, maybe gets even more on top of that. But that's the only thing that would make sense to be that far apart. Right. Um, Other than the fact that the owners are just like, no, we like making way more money than you. (laughs) So let's go ahead and move to the next piece of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think this is really where we are now. MLB was expected to come back with a counter. And instead, they decided, after saying they would, by the way, they decided not to counter. And instead, they asked for a federal mediator in these negotiations, saying, we're not getting anywhere. We need a mediator. And there's mixed feelings on that. Supposedly, they're asking for a specific guy. Supposedly, he was in the room for the NHL when it helped them come together. But the players denied that request and said, you know, we're willing to talk. You're not. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I just don't know where the, the, it's a fine line, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's, you got to be, both sides got to be willing to work. It does feel like at this point that the owners, I've been kind of back and forth through this whole thing. I've said, oh, man, the players, when they came back with $10 million and you came back dropping it $5 million to $100 million, like you're not even trying. You're not even in the same no. room. Right. And, But the only thing that makes sense out of that, like I said, is if they were still throwing in the war piece and they weren't, then in order to throw in the war piece, it would have to be significantly more money. They're still way off. Right. And I think they could have came back more with, discussions on that but um excuse me but uh the idea to me is that they are they're both pretty far apart and the owners just don't have they don't have anything to change 
And so it's hard for them to say, all right, we'll get, they're not going to say like, we'll give that if you do this. There's no more if you do this. They're like, we're happy. Yeah. So all they can say is we'll give in on this. We'll give in on this. We'll give in on this, which makes me feel like, okay, well maybe this is a little bit more on the players. Like the players are trying to, for too much. And there are some things I think they are trying too much on the penalties for, for teams not spending a lot. If you're going to put penalties on it, you have to give them more money. Yeah. And you can't, you can't tell the pirates that they can't spend money or that they're not spending money and they have to spend more money. What if they don't have money? Now we think they do, but what if they actually don't, then how can you tell them they have to spend more? You're just going to run them out of Pittsburgh. And and what you're going to do is have all the teams in big cities so that they can afford them. And so, you know, I think the players act like they're in it for the young players and for the, and for competitive balance, but they're not, they're trying to get paid. Sure. They're talking about balance in money, not balance in teams making it to the next level. Right. I think the change in shared revenue is tell, tell the pirates that every bit of money that they get in shared revenue has to go to their major league team, the 40 man roster. Yeah. No more uh, using it for development. You've got your own money. Use that for development. There's two things I think they could do that would make sense with shared revenue. And there's already a cap in baseball. I know a lot of people say, don't tell me that. There's not a cap. There is. There's a luxury tax threshold where you have to pay a tax if you go over this much. If you go so far over it, you got to pay more of a tax. If you go even more, you got to pay more of a tax. And teams are trying to stay under that. Therefore, Mm -hmm. there's already a cap. Yeah, and it's if a you want cap, but it's a cap. And if you want to spend more, then I believe you should spend more. Yeah, but there's a tax to pay. And a matter of fact, as a Pirates fan, I want the Dodgers to go way over that because the further they go over it, the more money I get. Because mm-hmm. the more money they pay into the, into the tax. Yeah. So keep going, Dodgers. It's you. You still have 26 guys, and so do we. And we have just the 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 same amount of ability to be good as you do. I'm sorry. I believe that. I believe that the younger yep. players are playing just as good as the older players. The older players are the ones getting paid. If the Dodgers want to be old and we want to be young, we should be able to compete with them. Right. Unfortunately, the Dodgers do everything right. <laughs> so, but the Yankees don't. And so <laughs> we can talk, talk about the Yankees, you know, but um, I think if you tell the Pirates, every, every, every penny you get, every dollar you get, let's talk about that. Every dollar you get from shared revenue needs to go to your 40-man roster. At the end of the year, if you haven't spent every dollar from shared revenue, then you owe us that money back if you yeah. didn't spend it. You don't get it. You don't get to pocket that. You don't get to make money off of that. No, absolutely not. It goes back in the pot. And also, every dollar of shared revenue that you spend on your 40-man roster, you have to spend a dollar of your own money. So now, if I send you, and I have no idea what the numbers are, and I, there, it's probably somewhat available out there, but I, I, don't, I don't have the numbers and I've not had the capacity this week to look it up. But let's say you get $20 million. I have no idea what the number is. And I, and I hope it's different than this because certainly we would want it to be. If you get $20 million, it has to go completely to your 40-man roster. You have to also spend $20 million on your 40-man roster. Yeah. Putting the Pirates already at $40 million regardless of anything else. Right? And yeah. that's it. You have to spend that money there. And... If you don't, if you're five million short, then you have to pay back Major League Baseball that twenty five hundred that you didn't spend. 
your 2.5 million rather, 2,500, 2.5 million. You got to pay back to the pot for next year. And you have to pay a penalty tax on that from your own money, Mm -hmm. whatever that tax is 50%. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Now you owe, you know, one point, whatever it is, million, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. How can I not figure that out? You got to pay <laughs> 1.25 million of your own money to major league baseball to go into the pot for next year because you failed to, uh, agree to this. Yeah. You will never have a situation where a team will not spend the minimum amount of money. Sure. Never. No Mm-mm. team. They're just going to say, well, we just need to go sign. They'll sign you for $8 million. Let's go. Just to just to find <laughs> money yeah. to spend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll start doing that. And they'll start saying, I got a guy who's arbitration eligible. Instead of going to arbitration, I'm just going to offer this guy a contract of $2 million more than what he's asking for because mm-hmm. I've got to spend it. Now, that doesn't help a team get better. That just puts more money in their pockets. But why would the Players Association have a problem with that? Right. That's exactly what they want is for those players mm-hmm. to make more money. Now, that doesn't do a whole lot for pre-arb players unless they start saying, well, I've got a guy who's pre-arb. Instead of just giving him league minimum again or a very minimal increase, I'll just give those guys more of an increase this year as a way to spend more of that money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you start seeing guys make a little bit more money, but also if they're far enough away, then you start seeing a team like the pirates who might go out and sign somebody who will actually help them out a mid tier player. Like we talked about like a Jock Peterson or a Corey Dickerson or, you know what I mean? One of those guys who for some reason can't find more than a one year deal anyway, because they're either not mega and they're not cheap. Right. So that those, those types of guys will find their way onto teams a little easier because teams will have to spend that kind of money. And yeah, I agree with in that. turn, if the Pirates get a player like that, they're going to win a few more games. Sure. So, the, you know, and I'm sure nobody's listening to this, but I also know there's nothing new under the sun. Somebody else can come up with the same idea. Right. But I think that that seems like a, a decent way to say, now we have a floor. You know what I'm saying? Without saying, yeah. hey, you've got to spend $100 million and have a team... Granted, I think that there's enough money for them to spend that, right? I don't believe that there's not. Right. However, let's say that there's not, and then you make them spend that money, and they're in the red, and then all of a sudden they're selling the team, they're moving. It's not good for the game. Right. So I think that you're basically saying, this is the money, you've got to spend it or there's a penalty. And it's not draft picks, because they need those draft picks in order to stay competitive, don't take draft picks away from teams. Don't take, don't do stuff like that because that hurts the game. That hurts competitive balance. Yeah. But anyway, I feel like none of these discussions ever happen. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it is, I, you know, I, I fear this. I, I actually don't want to go down the, the road that I was about to go down in my head because right now, I have a hard time believing this is on anybody except the owners. You're literally saying you're unwilling to negotiate. Yeah. And that's garbage. And now here's what we know. I, uh, hot stove one day this week, Joel Sherman was on there and he said that the owners are meeting from Tuesday to Thursday this week. And his quote was, 
So basically what that means is Manfred always meets with media after those meetings. So he's going to come Thursday. He's going to talk to the media and say, even if we sign an agreement tomorrow, spring training isn't going to start on time. Right. So basically he's going to come out Thursday and he's going to say, we're going to delay spring training. Of course you are. Because you've been dragging your feet Mm -hmm. with this mediator crap. So uh, this is where we are. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't feel good. No. And I just don't understand. Spring training will not start on February 16th. No way. It's impossible. Yeah. They're probably not even going to meet until February 15th. Mm -hmm. And then we're, how far apart are we? Out of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube. Right. It's astronomical. You're 90 million, $95 million different. And, oh, this is only we'll one piece it of 90. It. Yeah. We'll bring it to 90 million away. You're not, you're not close. No. And that piece is on the players. But if, if the argument, like I said, the money feels far away, but if it's all, if they're, if they're just away on a couple different things, like, what gets compensation if they if they find a way to to say like okay well war let's throw the war thing out the players association probably had a certain amount of money that was involved in the war piece of it so yeah. as soon as they agree that war is thrown out mlb's or mlbpa's number might drop all, all the way down to 50 just like that yeah now they're only 40 million away and and now you could be saying, well, MLB's being really cheap on this. They could they could bump that up. Uh, I don't like it because I think that it would come out of the shared revenue pot, which would mean that's another fifty million that's not being dispersed to the teams like the Pirates. Right now, there's shared revenue that goes to every team, and then there's shared revenue that goes to small market teams or teams that with lower payrolls or teams with lower. You know what I'm saying? There's would, different levels of that, and of course, nobody has those numbers. Would it come out of shared revenue, though? I mean, that's what they're saying that I it thought, would be funded by central revenues. Which wouldn't that be different than shared uh, revenue? Well, no, I think, because I think that's like MLB revenue. It is. But so the shared revenue is well. There's more than different. that. No, there's more than that. So let's say central revenues, MLB money that they get from their deal with ESPN to show games from Fox to show games uh, from MLB TV subscribers from regular, like anything that MLB directly make merchandise. When you go and you buy a t-shirt from the store at, at the pirates clubhouse, that's an M that's MLB's money, right? That's not the pirates money. They're not making money off that t-shirt. MLB is, they're the ones that put those shirts there. And, I think for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. The money that they get in their deals with Nike and their deals with uh, uh, Fanatics, right? It's Fanatics, right? Yeah. All of these things where MLB makes money, there's a shared revenue that goes to all 30 teams equally from things like that. Then there's the like competitive balance piece of it where there's money going to different places based on luxury tax and other things like that penalties. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like all those types of things, they get dispersed differently. And I don't have a hundred percent of the understanding of this. This is what I understand of it. Uh, so if you know, if you're listening and you know, otherwise 
uh, all information is good information for us. You know what I mean? We, we're just trying to, we're just trying to figure it out too, but that's so, so yeah, there is still a shared revenue that comes up directly through MLB that goes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like that still exists. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like part of that, if they're saying, well, we're going to set aside, we, we set aside 30 pieces of this to go everywhere. Well, now it's, that 30 pieces is going to be a little bit smaller because we're going to set aside 10 million for these players. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's that it's, it's different. Um, I don't quite understand it, but I know it's not a, to, like a total NFL. Everything goes through NFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the same money to spend in the NFL. You got different money for your stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can upkeep your stadium differently and pay your stadium staff differently, but player salaries and things like that, everybody's got the same money to spend. So a salary cap works that way. It doesn't, baseball's not like that. Everybody's got their own TV deals. Everybody doesn't have the same money to spend. Revenue is different in New York than it is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So you can't, and I, and I wouldn't argue that. I, I think that that's fine. They've got mm-hmm. more people. That's understandable. It, it doesn't change the fact that the pirates can be competitive. Right. It really doesn't. Now, if if major if the players association get what gets what they want and free agency happens earlier, that's a terrible model. That's not going to help anybody be productive. Now, if you do something like that, then yes. Let's throw all the TV deals out the window. MLB gets all of them and then all the money's equal. Yeah. That's the only way to do it in my opinion. And I I once again I reserve the right to be proven wrong by anybody. But to me, I'm not entitled to your money just because you live in a place where there's more money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But <laughs> No, I, 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 I agree with that. But anyway, um, it feels like this is on the owners right now because they're, uh, they're I don't care how far apart they are. They're unwilling to, to have the discussion at this point. Right, right. So spring training is delayed, guaranteed, and yeah. we, we don't know after that. We don't know. It's it's feeling a lot harder to believe that opening day happens. Yeah, it's I I don't I don't see it happening March thirty first. So you're there. Where are you at? I mean, we were about we were about seventy thirty. It was happening. Yeah, I really was. I'm about fifty fifty at this point. You're. You're further than that. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm about forty sixty, <laughs> just to be different. <laughs> just to you be know, different. Because I, I mean, I'm not. I. I don't see him gaining ground. I, it's discouraging. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to. We both know. We've been told by some people we're too optimistic, and sometimes we are. But we like to be that way. But. It, I'm I'm losing some optimism of the season starting on time. Yeah. I do hope they're playing games by May. <laughs> I, have May a, yeah, I, I got a vacation scheduled and I'm hoping to hit some ballparks in May. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's it's not fun. And we're going to see next week. This week we're going to hear from Manfred and He's going to say that spring training is delayed because they there isn't enough time, even if they agree. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll we'll see what happens. So that's where we're at, guys. 
Sorry. I'm, I was hope oh, we did bring you some good news today. We did bring you some good yeah. news. So yeah. we'll be okay. There will be more AAA baseball to watch if there's not this. I know it's not the same thing. I know it's not the Pirates. And for those of you You're who right. listen and you say, I could care less about the AAA team. When they get to Pittsburgh, I'll root for them. Until then, I don't care. That's fair. You 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 know that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get baseball back for you, and hopefully when we do, that you'll you'll be willing to to pay attention. That's the next piece of it. Yeah. So, which I think that you will if you're listening to me say this. <laughs> I think you at least want to watch it when it's back. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're someone who hears me say those words, I would assume. When baseball's back in Pittsburgh, you'll be there. So yeah. uh, the the trick is getting all your friends to do the same. So, you know, we'll try to figure that out. Uh, what do we got for closing here? Um, I will be on the road next week. I'm not going to be able to record. I'm doing some traveling for work during the week. Then going on a weekend trip with the wife. Getting out for a little bit. Going to see some a uh, little bit of sun down in Florida. Yeah. Well, as a result, um, it won't be just me this week or next week, so you won't have to just listen to me. I am going to have uh, a friend of ours, uh, a former coach of mine, uh, and yes, you're hearing me right. His name is Ryan Nolan. Uh, <laughs> so long as everything happens uh, the way that uh, we've planned, I talked to him the other day, he's, he's totally uh, willing and, and ready to go. So we're going to have him on. We'll get his thoughts on a lot of this stuff and see where he's at. Super knowledgeable dude. So much knowledge this guy has. And and you're going to want to tune in and hear what he has to say. Uh, He's friends with a lot of people. (laughs) He knows a lot of people and he knows a lot of things. I guarantee you're going to want to hear whatever he has to say. And I don't even know what he has to say yet. No. But I guarantee it's... He might completely disagree with I'm going to make sure I... (laughs) I, I'm going to make sure I tune in and listen to it afterward after you get done recording it and everything because I'm I'm interested to hear what he has to say. But Yeah, it's going to be fun. He's a good dude. He's a yep. good dude. All right, man. That's all we got for this week. Let's go Bucks. All right. Let's go Bucks. Go back.